Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First... From a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fader Top Ender Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is Rob Florence and I wouldn't be anybody. I wouldn't be anybody. I wouldn't have a smile on my face if it wasn't for Grado. Hi, Grado. All right, mate, what are you saying to And if it wasn't for John sitting there, our producer. Hi there. He does well. Doesn't yeah, he? he does well, doesn't he? Does he? Hold on, I'm just taking a slip of this uh, Primitivo. Well, what is that, uh, Rob? Wine, red wine. Are you like your red, red wine then, aye? I like my red, red wine. I don't I like that, that song, by the way. I don't like that song. Kisses for me. What, what, John? Hate that song. I fucking like, hate that song. Maybe, I fucking red, red. I hate UB40, mate. So, see that, see here in that. What's the other, the, the other UB40 song? But, in Kingston Town. Right, oh, that's I can't one, right? falling in love with you. Uh, that's it. Jester was putting that on. And in a motor one day for years, I, I thought because I said I fucking love Bob Marley, man. You be funny. I had I thought that was Bob Marley. Wise men say, "The good boom only fools the good with proper shite." Up there with simply red and M people. Oh no, no, John, are you kidding me? On that's just, have I told you? So do you hate the M lighthouse people? family? Oh fucking hate! See the lighthouse family? They can fucking get in the bin. I fucking <laughs> det- there is nothing. See my idea? Hell, right? It's walking around IKEA on a busy Saturday afternoon. The fucking soundtrack is the lighthouse family simply red and M people. Fuck that. Jeez, I'm okay. sorry, I've got to disagree, mate. I've got to disagree. Because, I don't know, they, they songs remind me of my mom in Hoover for oh. some reason. And people, it was all, see my mom was hooving, moving on. But it's so, more music. It's more music. Simply Red and all that. It's more music. And I must admit, I quite like some Simply oh, Red stuff. Simply Red, I like. Yeah. I like Simply Red. I really like at the fairground on the way. I love that one. And I love the fire. Because home to you. What was that film done? What was, what was that film done? The Pepsi Max in Blackpool. That's what oh, it was filmed on. Mm-hmm. When it first opened, I think they'd done some sort of sponsorship deal where it would be part of the music video. Ah, just a little um, way of light shining through. 
<laughs> See, I, I don't know if I've ever said this in the podcast before, but the funniest fucking thing Shah Samuels ever said to me, and it probably won't translate as funny as what it was when he said it, but we were having a joke about all these 90s geezers, like, back in the day in the 90s and all that, and and Shah was like, do you think fucking, do you think Mick Hutton still talks to them people and all that? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, he's gone. He's like, just imagine fucking Mick Hutton phoning the woman fan people going, do you miss it? <laughs> And he's like Cockney accent, do you miss it? <laughs> <laughs> so if MD listens to this, please tweet Shah Samuels, do you miss it? Because it'll, it'll pop him. Do you know what the M and M people stood for? No. Music. Mike's people, because it's Mike Pickering, who was a Hacienda DJ, who then put together a fucking shite band, and he called it Mike's people. Wow, there you go. Do you know what? I'm taking that for the 90s at 9 as seen on Go Radio every morning between 9 and 10. <laughs> Do you know what band I think is the shittest band that there ever was, right? And I know I'm saying this because I know there's going to be some listeners, I think, out there who like them. I think the shittest band of all time is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They? Oh, the shittest that's band. A hot, that's a weird take, man. I think, I think they got a bit something shite. about them. I'm just like, they are fucking rotten. They got a bit of shite. They started off all right. And like then they kind of progressed, and after by the way, at the album, by the way, it got a bit of shit after. Well, that. see, Red Hot Chili, um, my first concert was obviously uh, Gary Glitter in '93, but it was then my first actual gig as a teenager with all, all my pals, and that was Red Hot Chili Peppers. And it was when By the Way came out, and they opened was that with Glasgow by the Green or mm-hmm. on SCC? No, Glasgow Green, it was oh, also yeah. the first day I get, I was a, always a, it was also the first day I ever got drunk, and it was the night. Brock beat rock at SummerSlam 2002. I'm sure yeah. But what I'm saying, I'd never been exposed to like a fucking right concert then. I remember them playing By The Way, but I never knew much else. And I remember in my head thinking, I can't wait to play By The Way again. (laughs) (laughs) I thought thought they kind of done that. I thought, right, we're going to play By The Way again. (laughs) Can't wait to play that again, man. (laughs) I remember my first gig, and it's before you kind of smartened up. And like I was at the Barrowlands and I went to see Cool Shaker, if you remember them from the Did they sing again, John? Hey, hush, hush, and hey dude and Tatva and all that sort of stuff. Hey dude. No, that's that's the Beatles. <laughs> but no, it's so you like I left the bar like they, they finished the set and you just I thought, oh that's it done. Oh, that was a great gig. But they didn't play my favourite songs. I don't know what's that all about. Anyway, great gig. And I'm walking down the stairs and everybody's kind of just staring at the gig and I'm like, oh, me and my pal started oh walking. My God. The security guard obviously said, What is where he's going? I'm like, what do you mean? It's like they're still good. They're gonna come back on, you know that. <laughs> that's a weird thing, and it? it's like I that's what to me, Gary like, oh, that's what but, but Grado, like, why has that became a hang? It's like, why has it became a hang in live music performance where bands go, ah, here, I've got an idea. Why don't we kid on where are we aim? <laughs> why has that become a hang? Imagine <laughs> you imagine when you watch fucking Wrestlemania, right? Holding <laughs> a rock in a main event like that. Momo kid on, we've left. Momo kid on, we've left. And everybody has to go at that. Rocky, so you come back out. How did he fucking get away with it? <laughs> we'll look at the boogie. That's so funny, man. I must admit, right. for me, this has probably been my favorite intro to wrestling daft ever. I'm no joking. This is a wrestling show, everybody, in case you're wondering. Uh, let's say, have you been watching any wrestling this week? Have you been doing it? Nah, that- bad. We'll talk to that later. Let's we'll right? hey, see what Rico's saying. Rico says, by the way, right? He got in touch and he said, There was an absorbing and powerful chat between Rudo, Grado, and Rabin last week's show. Brilliant to listen to. 
I'm looking forward to Act 3 between Rudo and Grado when it comes. Do you realise I've coined the phrase Act 3 for you two guys now? I've coined that phrase now. It's going to be on a poster now, Act 3. It's going to be on a poster. It's been mental, by the way. Since I've seen that, people I... mentioning that. Oh, oh, I've seen people saying that all week. Act 3, can't wait for Act 3. They're saying to Rudo and all that, Act 3. Telling you, mate. I mean, I'm right. getting fans. I'm getting all the boys messaging me ideas and stuff like that. It's mental. It's been pretty weird, actually. And it's the first time I've, I've spoke to Dallas in a long time. I spoke to Dallas this week. Um, spoke to I've not spoke to Jester in months. Fucking, I it was really. It's been it's been good, but because last week, but I was thinking I, I'm I'm going. You know that way, like you're sitting there going, "Does folk really care about this?" But they really did. Mm-hmm. Do you know? And I and I don't mean that on Andy. I don't mean that. I mean us telling about the story of 2012 and all that. I just didn't think. Well, day folk just want to hear us talk about AEW or do they want to hear us talk about stuff like that? It's uh, always yeah. kind of plays your mind, but it's what a response, man. What a response. Business is picking up, baby. Um, Daniel asked after last week, can we have a regular voice note for Grado's brother? We, I think we should, de- we should definitely check in on your brother whenever anything happens with Paul White, definitely. Well, <laughs> uh, seen- hold on. Just, uh, we'll come back to this, right? But I've got a perfect question to ask him, right? Okay, doke. Joke, I know you're on the rigs. I know you're on the rigs, mate, right? And your Wi-Fi shape, but look at that. Paul White debuted, that's the Big Show, he debuted on AEW, and see, because he was called Big Show, they kind of call him that in AEW, so he had a t-shirt saying, no more BS, what are you making that, man? <laughs> right. I love the fact you're just pure, like, you're pure working him, you're like, you're not telling him he's on the podcast, you're just... His Wi-Fi's jobby, so he might not get back, but we'll see. Now, friend of the show, Toby Michaels... He's been back in touch. He was on a couple of weeks ago, you remember. He was telling us how to sing the Big Show theme. And he said that his throat felt good today. He wanted to try and sing a little bit of the entrance music for the legends of Wrestling Daft as he went on a wee mental health walk down the River Nairn. So right. let's hear Toby giving us some Big Show. Fantastic, Toby. Well, well, it's the Big Show. It's the big bad show tonight. Beautiful. And there you have it. Beautiful. There That's we go. Brilliant, man. There we go. If anybody else wants to uh, get a shot, tweez, tweez. Uh, it's no, good to see he's got his voice back, man. It's good it's, to see. Well, he's maybe lost it again after that. Uh, after our chat about a modern day brawl for all last week, Kyle has waded in and said that Bobby Lashley is an MMA star, right? As well as Riddle. Lesnar as well, if he comes in for it. Corbin is a Golden Gloves boxing champ, and there's a few others. I honestly think it would be brilliant to watch, and it's a great idea. Thanks very much, Kyle. We try and come up with great ideas on this show all the time. Thanks to Chris Toll, by the way, who passes this clip. Yeah, 10 pin bowler cutting a promo. This was good. He sent me this, sir. Hold on. Hold on. I thought he was maybe he had listened to something in case I called him a mark again on one of these podcasts. I've been calling Chris Toll a mark. One football daft, and he hates it. You seen this rap? No, I've not seen it. He has strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! Did he just shout, who do you think you are? I am. That's He's great. Brilliant. 10-pin bowling, I know. I know, mate. That's cool, isn't it? Is it cool? 
Is it? I, did, I don't know. Ten pin bowling because I need to be honest. I'm shy to ten pin bowling, and sometimes I get a strike. I know. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. like. Do you know what I mean? It's like I I'm shy to ten pin bowling, right? I never play it, and sometimes when I go and do it, I, I, I score a strike. If I went into the ring, I can't box. If I went in the ring with Mike Tyson, that wouldn't maybe knock Mike Tyson out. It wouldn't happen. Aye, but do you ever watch the bowling, mate? The, the baseball bowling, what do you call it? What do you call it? Bowling alley basin. Bowling alley basin. What do you call it? Bowling. Ten pin bowling. Ten pin bowling, that's it. Bowling okay. alley basin. It's <laughs> <laughs> the name of a fucking wrestler for 1984. But, it's bowling alley basin. Aye, but, <laughs> but when, you've, when you notice when you watch these fucking things, they don't get free and all that. They get strikes. And Hold if, on, what do you mean they don't get three? <laughs> you get three. Like they don't they don't just fucking ha- they don't have all day and it ha- takes out three of the fuckers. They always get strikes. It's hey, like, do you put the V cushions down the side of the lane when you're playing the V bouncy cushions for the wins? I've done it. I'm lich I, I don't like I fucking hate ba- I hate bowling. I hate the whole concept of it. I hate wearing some other country shoes. I just do not I like the only thing I like about the bowling is the fucking what you call the drinks, man. Slush puppies. It's about the best thing, chips and cheese. We'll have a great night at a 10. See, whenever it all opens back up again, we're back to normal. We'll have a great night at a 10 pin bowling. We'll have like, we'll sit and we'll have like hot dogs and chips and like chili and all that. We'll we'll just eat and drink. It'll be great. Fucking somebody else can fling the buzz. (laughs) Uh, After the success of Grado Sings Wrestling Themes, we've got another request this week. Um, WWE SPFL on Twitter asks, can he request that Grado Sings Dusty Rhodes theme? All right, okay. <clears throat> He's just a common man. <clears throat> Say again. There you go. Wait a minute. Well, you know, starting with man. You're right. Ah, you're right. I. Right. Okay. Count me in. One, two, three. American dream. He's just a common man. Working hard with his hands. He's just a common man. Further down another stands. With pot of gold. That's in white guy lots control. Yeah, he's a American dream. Actually, I, I remember years ago that was actually we wanted to make copy that in Day Stevenson dream. He's a Stevenson dream. <laughs> Do that. Well, mate, you're the Scottish Dusty Rhodes. Was I good at that? Yeah, oh, yeah, I was good. You're the Scottish Dusty Rhodes, mate. I would say. Hey, redneck, black or white. Get Michelle McManus to sing it. She, mate, I'm telling Stevenson you. Stevenson Dream, that could I'm be a new you. team. You could skip um, over the like a player. American Dream. Yeah, mate. Best, that's the best band at that, isn't it? And, and see, no matter what copy you get, it it's always like a fucking pure rip for an old cassette. There's no good copy of that song, no. no. But by the way, mate, that is my better shout. I might text Michelle for that just to give us a wee voice note. Pure Stevenson Dream, she should do it. Oh, I get you. If you sing American Dream, don't you? I'll get her to sing Stevenson Dream back. It'll be great. Let's play it in next week's show. I'm gonna do it. At the end of last week's show, we had breaking news that Mick Foley had accidentally tweeted SNPMP Annabelle <laughs> Ewing of Cowden Beef instead of AEW, while he was congratulating Paul White on his move to AEW. So we thought we would ask what politicians would make good wrestlers. All right. By the way, 
Annabelle Ewing, I put this out, and I added Annabelle Ewing into this tweet, and she liked it. Didn't she? Oh, of course she, she liked it. involved in the wrestling banter. She's been loving the wrestling banter. Go listen. on. Go on. in the night. Oh, I, do you know what? I, I wish I had booked her. I wish I had booked her. Karate right, Warrior 2. So See, next week we've got Michelle McMahon and San, uh, what do you call Annabelle Weaving? <laughs> Big blonde Boris says Karate Warrior 2. Blokes get name mercy, can hit a mean shoulder block and headbutt to the balls after not a wee guy doing well playing rugby. <laughs> remember so that? Good. A true heel. He also says Silvio Berlusconi, the Italian Ric Flair ladies man. Right. Dirtiest player in the game. Silvio is a, that's a brilliant, there's no going to be a better shout than that, than Silvio Berlusconi. I don't know who that is, man. What's he, he in? You, you, you need to. In prison, no. Oh, is this you need to have a good, that was on Netflix? This you need to have a good Google about this guy. Thatcher Wright, the wrestler, says Baroness Margaret Thatcher would have dominated the ring just like she dominated the world of po politics. I mean, that's he's just working well, the heel gimmick. Even in a reply, big shout out to you, mate. John says Fidel right. Castro because of his charismatic bad boy appeal. True, he was a bit of a tweener, wasn't he, Fidel Castro? Ryan says Jacob Rees-Mogg could reuse Triple H's blue blood gimmick, biggest heel ever. Also, John Prescott, some ja some jab on the boy. That's true, mate. He'd be good at all flip flop and fly, wouldn't he? Yeah, Jacob he would be smog. I don't care. I don't listen. See politics. I fucking can't he go it. But that geezer, that Jacob Reese Mogg. Is that the guy that like that was falling asleep on that line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He makes me laugh. I know he's probably an arsehole, but I laugh at. He's he's a he's he's working everybody, isn't he? All that. What's up, mate? What's What's my big mate, Rab Rab Dorian? Uh, Jim says Alex Salmond would uh, be a belter a heel turn there. <laughs> and Scott says Vladimir Putin could be like Bret Hart and his feud with Austin. Hated the world over, but absolutely loved by his countrymen. True. <laughs> mm -hmm. Stephen says, I think Tommy Sheridan would make such a great heel manager. Wow. Similar to a Paul Heyman gimmick could have a faction called the Swingers. <laughs> that is that is a great, that's great. Tommy Sheridan in ICW. Could you imagine oh. that? Tommy Sheridan would be fucking amazing in ECW. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. Have I told my story about Tommy? I've told in the football. You did. No, you told on this as well. You told on this as well. Get Tommy Sheridan on this. I'll tell you, we 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 did that when I was doing my poetry show. Yes, folks, I did a poetry show. When I did my poetry show, I did a poem and there was like a comedy poem and there was a line in it about Tommy Sheridan, about like... I, like a guy's ma had shagged Tommy Sheridan in the past or something and she had fake tan all her arse after it, right? It was like some crude joke about Tommy Sheridan with fake tan. And that didn't go down well with audiences, by the way. Like, see some audiences, I did that in front of you. They fucking like Tommy Sheridan, by the way. Really, man, I don't like you slagging off Tommy Sheridan. Right, so Andy says Thatcher, the Iron Lady, writes itself, could have a rivalry with the group of the Union. <laughs> and Winnie Ewing, definitely be 24-7 champ. Vladimir, um, well, he says Vladimir Lenin here, but I know he means Vladimir Putin. It's interesting that he has confused the two. Uh, we could go into a big conversation about that, a political conversation about that, a philosophical conversation about that. What would George Galloway? Is he a heel or a face in the fucking... Oh, he's, that, a, oh he's a heel. He's got me blocked on Twitter. George Galloway. Oh, really? Yeah, he blocked me. We had oh, an argument really? recently as well. Did you an argument. Oh, wow. Me and George Galloway. Because I said, George Galloway wouldn't even remember... Because remember, George Galloway was saying, I'll be coming to Scotland and nay, nay Polis will be stoked me in the border during the pandemic or whatever. And I was like, George Galloway would be lucky if he can remember where Scotland is. Is that what you said? I said, and he was fucking raging. He was like, I live in Scotland, you. 
How dare you, normal all that kind of stuff. Did, 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 did I take it you never done it and like tweet him the fucking picture when he was drinking milk at some fucking moment's on? Then he did ass tired. We can't use that part anyway. That part's too old now, isn't it? What are you saying, John? Would you like me to be the cat? When he's wee red fucking leotard. And if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Every week we like to separate the good for the bad, the Gary Newmans for the Gary Glitters. Um, we are going to talk about what we want to bury and what we want to put over in terms of professional wrestling. But I'll tell you something I want to put over right away, and that is the match between Cody and Red Velvet and Shaq and Jade Cargill, which for weeks and weeks people have been going, this is going to be a bad match, and that was a great fun match. So it happened then, I. It happened. Shaq was taking big bumps through a, through a table and all that. Shaq taking a big bump through a table and um, the women looked great in the match and Cody was Cody was working hard uh, and it opened the show and it was a, it was a great bath fun. Really, really well booked match. Yep. Fuck. What about the table spot? The table spot was a belter, wasn't it? I know. Cody comes off the ropes. Shaq's stoning at the ropes like that. Cody comes off the ropes, comes back at him. Phew, up, right through. Shaq just goes back right through the table, man. Big proper bump. A wrestler's bump, mate. Right through the table. Um, I enjoyed that. Did you see it, John? I've just seen I've just seen the bump. I've not seen the full match. I've just seen the bump. Uh, so I, I, I like the fact that that was much better than people would expect. Here we go. There's a table you, spot. I'm just about to watch this table spot, Cargo, and then oh, they, they, they did a test of strength. Oh, is this a power bomb? Has he got a game at Wow, man, there you go. Mate, he looks amazing, Shaq, doesn't he? He does. This is the thing. It's like, I was thinking to myself, how's it going to, like, you know, how's it going to play this match and stuff? And I just thought, they like, they sold him as a really good, strong, big man in there. You know Table I mean? bumps, amazing. I'm, I'm all over that. I'm yep. all over that. It's a good gym, isn't it? Only hang is right. Fucking honest, good on him, man. Good on this him. Is, this is the only hang, right? And I know this is fucking stupid, but... I'd have liked to have seen Shaq in a big fucking old leotard and a pair of boots round his trackies. I know, I know. Do you know what I mean? Come on, he's fucking a multi, multi, multi millionaire. I'm sure uh, fucking somebody would have been able to stitch to my fucking pair of tickets. You know what I mean? It has, has to be said here. Jade Cargill just is a star in the making, I think. Fuck, I don't know if you listen to Jim Cornette, man. That's the only stuff I don't agree with Jim Cornette on is the way he talks about that last thing on his podcast. It's not right. It's not right, man. She well, looks amazing. She looks yeah. amazing. No, so she's, is it well, she's of, a total star. She's a total star in the making. She's, um, you know, she she went to her really well in that match last night. And obviously she's she's still pretty new and she's get, I'm sure she's got a lot of gr- ground still to cover. But uh, if if... If things work out the way they should work out, and particularly with the people that are there at AEW, I think, I think there's the right people in the right environment there at AEW for her to uh, reach her best, then, I mean, this could be one of the biggest women's stars in wrestling, I think. I'm all this match. I'm This all looks great, Rab, and I'm no joking. I wish I'd watched this earlier on. Oh, Shaq, Shaq's chops and all that, man. They're a bit yeah, it's great. Schneid, it's, but... it's great fun. Great fun. It's like... It's fun. 
Yeah, it's great fun. Like, like, body drop, know that? Yeah. He's, well, he's, he's always wanted to do this, eh? Grado's putting out as well. Listen, but this is the thing as well. It's like he he, he needs to be in it. Only a guy that's in it is doing all that, you know what I mean? Aye, aye. Wow. Uh, right. So uh, let's see what the punters are saying. Willie wants to put old Drew versus Sheamus on Raw. Did you see that, Grado? I saw no. that as well. No. Uh, two friends going at it. Uh, you know, Sheamus took a big claymore on the dish. Yeah. Uh, Lashley won the title. Willie likes that. He wants to bury the Orton stuff with Alexa and the Fiend. Just shite. Well, I think we're over it. We're all over it. Chris wants to put over FTR and Tully coming out with the old belts. Good nostalgia stuff. And MVP's Kane. Very simple, but all great heel managers should have a potential weapon. Very true. I picked the wrong way to watch AEW then, didn't I? The man, uh, the man himself, uh, Martin Ellis at ICW, cuts about his golf club, didn't he? Um, it's always good for no just managers, but people in a position of authority to be caring about something they can dish a wrestler in the heat with. Uh, what, t- what titles did the, the, the AEW come out with? What ones? Was it old NWA ones? I'm not too sure, actually. That's why I'm, I'm interested on that shit. I love that kind of daft stuff. What they um, again? T- FTR belts. Chris wants to bury Shane McMahon threatening to have a match at WrestleMania with Braun. Can I be asked with that? Listen, here's one thing I want to say, right? Shane McMahon is allowed to put himself up for any match as far as I'm concerned because I would say... Here, let me give you an example here, right? Let's look at, and I don't want to be completely shitting on this guy, right? Because I really don't mean to. I think I just do it because I think, because I, I want to see more. But think of how many big matches you've seen with The Fiend and think of how many ba- big matches you've seen with Shane McMahon, right? Who delivers more often? Mm. They two people. I would say that Shane McMahon delivers in these big matches more often than a, a lot of wrestlers. A lot of wrestlers, I would say. So, I would say leave off Shane McMahon. Kingy wants to put over Craig Anthony's recent work in ICW. Everything about the feud with Kez Evans has been brilliant, right down to Craig's uh, reaction to the bust lip he got. I've not seen any of that. I need to be honest. I need to check that out. Bronze Cello wants to put over the return, and I want to talk about this, of the NWA. Take my money, he says. Such a shame we lost the question mark last week. Very entertaining guy on power. We need to talk about that as well. Here's a good spot to talk about it. Um, the question mark uh, passed away, and it was a, a bit of a kind of surprise and a shock. And he was a guy when NW Power, just before NW Power went off air, the question mark was very over and was becoming even more over. So it was a big shock for everybody involved. What there, a I lovely think. guy that. He was a lovely, lovely, lovely man. he done a couple, because he, he was one of Billy Corgan's boys, man. They were mm-hmm. like right tight. And he had some sort of Jesus gimmick in TNA. I don't even know if I actually made... The telly. I can't remember what he, what he called himself. But it was it was what, it no Josephus or something. I, mate, what I got one of the guys, right? Where I where I'm like, oh, this guy's fucking no Ken, I thought to myself, I don't know if this guy's see just the way he, I don't know, it just that kind of know that way, like rock stars and all that. I've got because he was with Billy Corgan, I thought this this guy's a wee bit kind of out there. But I must have spoke to him for about six hours one day, just sitting and I thought, You are cool as fuck, man. And I never ever saw him again, man. So, and I didn't realise how popular he was as well, because all the boys have been tweeting about him, Commander and stuff like that. Well, this is this is exactly this is exactly the thing. I mean, it's uh, he was he was there right at the start, like before even NWA Power started. Off, he was right at the start of Billy Corgan's, um, you know, run and charge you all that, and he 
you know, back when all that was happening right at the start, when you had Tim Storm, who was carrying the belt, and that was really when NWA came onto my radar again, was when mm-hmm. Tim Storm was carrying that belt and they were doing all the 10 pounds of gold promos and stuff like that on YouTube. And he was one of the matches, he was one of the defences that Tim Storm had, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and I saw him there, and I didn't even realise, I didn't realise when he came into NWA Powder's question mark that it was the same guy uh, that had done that. So obviously it's a shock, and it's just that, you know, it's another wee sad detail on the end of the NWA Power story, because obviously, even if NWA Power came back tomorrow, so much of the roster is just gone now, you know what I mean? It's like, you, you, you've got people in AEW, uh, and you've got people who have just kind of went in different directions and it's so i'm excited to see what this nwa return is going to be do you, do you know rap that is uh, fight tv are, um are the, it's all moving on to fight what is nwa, NWA? yeah wow they've, they've taken they've taken they've taken everything down from youtube and they're moving it on to fight that, i just looked at ftr they did have the old nwa tag titles i'm sure tna used them for the first couple of years as well that reminds me of the America's Most Wanted in TNA and stuff like that. I remember that they built. I remember, I think, actually, the first time TNA came out. I wonder if it was A1's Dixie brought them out for like a, not a, like a fucking. Come and get a picture with the belt. I remember it. Hunters of these fucking NWA tag team title belts at Brayhead. I remember that. I just, uh, I'm just curious to see what NWA they knew it like because obviously they had they had such a great thing with NWA Power. It was, it was so exciting. Uh, and we, you know we had so many guests on this show as well who all said the same thing that they loved it they loved watching it and so you know i just hope they can hold on to that thing that really made them feel different for everybody else scott wants to put over john defending falkirk on the show we've got two massive pointless horses a wheel that connects canals and a big house it's a shite hole but it's your shite hole he says and he wants to bury shana basil's Booking, I don't ever say somebody's been buried, but she's the closest thing to it. She should have been Ronda's replacement as this MMA badass who destroyed everybody, but instead she's playing second fiddle to Nia Jax and a shite tag team. Uh, also losing to Charlotte in a three-minute match. Utter bish. I know it's weird how they've booked her because she is she's tough as nails, man. Like she she really seems like a like a tough woman. And it's, you know, it's it's tough. It's it's tough in that WWE. Jason wants to put her Lashley. Not a massive fan, but Rob is absolutely pissed, this is the only decent thing to talk about. And you guessed it, he wants to bury, no, uh, bury Raw. <laughs> Monday night, no, it should be called. He wants to bury Riddle. He can't stand that bro gimmick, and he looks and acts like an absolute gimp. <laughs> Riddle comes into the ring, and he and then he jumps up in there and he kicks his flip-flops off. Uh, he's always well there, man. It... That's a, but that's we. There's no anything anybody would ever dream about as a wee guy. Of, <laughs> uh, see when I, I want to get into WWE when I grow up, and I want to be a guy that comes in airing, and then I jump up and there and my flip flops fly off. <laughs> no, the fucking dream is it? I don't know. It's not a dream. Derek wants to put our big ease twenty four uh, documentary thing on WWE Network. Absolutely superb. Some journey the guy has been on. And I think you go right to the top with the correct book in two, right? Everybody loves Big E. I think everybody loves Big E. Dan wants to put all Lashley winning the bell. Guy's been booked fantastically in recent times. And he wants to put over the surprise of Paul White joining AEW. Don't get many out of the blue shocks like that in wrestling these days. I, I, but here's a crack, man. It's like, I've seen this. Come on, man. That's a big show. And I know he came out with his t-shirt and... He's fucking about 50. 
I know, but even like these, I had to look because you know I'm like for daft of this fucking entrance music, and they only played like the 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 music of the show. Like, the, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I they need to fucking, if I'm the guy that's in charge of music at AEW, I'm going like that, man. I'm going to make an absolute rascal a theme for the big show. I'm going to, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but pr- the problem with the big show, I think, is that can they not just come in and choke some folk? Just always but. Oy's booking and Oy's appearances in WWE in, 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 in recent times have been like, this is a guy whose career is winding down. It's very difficult to generate excitement about that guy jumping to another place and being, you know what I mean? So I think... I don't know, mate, if the lights went out and he was just stunning, could, for example, the Shaq carry on. Could he, imagine he was involved in that. Just one wee... If they kept him, if they kept him quiet and... I mean, they obviously knew they were going to do the Shaq stuff. Yeah, if they saved him for that Shaq match and he turned up at the end and choke slammed Shaq, people would be excited. So we just got to overlook that because AEW's cool. Do you know what I mean? Why is that not getting pure? That seems to me like one of the biggest missed fucking chances to do something cool ever. Maybe, maybe. Um, But yeah, it might be as simple as the fact that this was a WWE idea. This was a WWE concept, Big Short and Shaq, and maybe they just... You know, we would maybe be criticising them. Well, this is they've just took a kind of thing that was for WWE. I don't know. Camden, mate. You try to get a job in AEW or something, man. Fuck's sake. I love AEW. <laughs> I just want to say, you send out my best to Cody. Brother, keep in there because you have changed the game. Uh, Absham Rahim wants to put over Seamus versus Drew, showing the marks that the big guys can go just as good as the smaller guys. Fucking hold on a minute here. Listen, uh, this is the show you want to listen to. I'm, I'm the guy who's always saying I want to see the big guys going at it. And a uh, young rock, bad bunny. Did you watch Young Rock? No, I didn't watch it. Did you? Uh, I've seen I've seen the first two episodes. I it's not bad. It's not bad. It's, I watched it with my brother. Was like, it's some. It's uh, it's all right. Don't get his bonus. They should stick that on the the DVD. A young rock. I watched it with my bud. It's not bad. It's all right. Not as good as Bernstein. <laughs> Gradle. <laughs> right. uh, best celebrity in years, Bad Bunny, says Absam Rahim. And he wants to bury AEW. It's just no for me, even though they have two of my favourites. And those favourites are one Mr. Chris Jericho and one Mr. Sting. Sting. Right. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You just made the list! It's time now for the list of Wrestling Daft. Everybody loves lists. I love them. I love looking at lists of symptoms of diseases I might have on Google. I'm bad for that. So every week, we like to bring you one of our lists of Wrestling Daft. You can vote for what you want us to talk about at patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft. This week, we've got two options chosen by our patrons. Underrated title runs or shite names for finishing or signature moves. And with 72% of the vote, a massive 72%. It was the shite move names that won, obviously. Obviously, it was going to be. Okay, I can do this. Let me just open up my notes on my phone. All right. Put this down. For me, um, my number three, shite wrestling uh, move name. And I've went for all finishers, by the way. Right. Went for all finishers. Uh, My number three is 
Dirty Deeds. What's that again? Dirty Deeds was John Moxley's finisher on WWE. Oh, right. uh, and oh my god. What was it again? What was it? Was that a DDT on it? Double underhook DDT or some shit, no? Um aye. He calls it it's got a different name in AEW, I'm pretty sure. I think it's called it's called Paradigm Shift or something like that. Paradigm Shift, that's it. Uh, Dirty Deeds is a fucking terrible name. It's a ter- every time they used to shout it, Dirty Deeds, I used to think, oh my Michael God. Cole over the top, calling everybody fucking... That's a bad name. Hey, but, names, call- man. but as bad as that name was, there's, it's nowhere near as bad as the Bailey to Belly. <laughs> that's a good one. You think that's a good one? The, the Bailey to Belly. That's like something I'd call, I don't like that. The Bailey, Bailey. Bailey to Belly as Bailey's Belly to Belly. I mean, Bailey's... Bailey to be- Bailey to Bailey is Bailey's belly to belly, uh, and she called it Bailey to belly because I suppose it's Bailey's belly is against a belly when she does the belly to belly, so she called it a Bailey's to belly. That's just no that's not a good name, and it's a shite finisher as well. A belly to belly suplex to finish a match, Jesus Christ! Well, it's old school. Oh, it's old school. No, <laughs> sorry, Gredo. But number one, the worst finishing move name of all time. Is one I first heard in Grado's beloved ECW. And it is, have a wee guess at what this might be? I'm only going to take a guess because another listener has said it, right? Because I'm looking at the notes, but okay. I would tend to agree. Is it the Just Incredible? It's fucking that's incredible. Uh, of course it is. <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, no it's question like, there. It is, yeah, isn't it? No question. And it was like a tombstone or something, wasn't it? But, but uh, it was, it was a tombstone. But would he? He always, he's always a type for like even his catchphrase. But I like the catchphrase. Even his name is terrible, that's man. That's not just the coolest. That's not just the best. That's just incredible. I loved it. Oh no, I'm sorry. sorry. I mean, I just. This is what I'm talking about, about some of the stuff for ECW just hasn't aged at all well. As somebody said that, I'm really pleased that somebody said that. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Right. So Pablo, go and touch says, uh, I get it. And the move itself is great, but slice bread number two, uh, go old quick. I quite like that name, I need to be honest. Scotty says, I'm sure Justin Credible called his pile driver. That's incredible. That truly is pish. There's nothing worse than that, man. That's incredible. Terrible. Kev says the mandible claw when it turned into Mr. Socko. Disagree. Strongly. I think I like Mr. Sokol better. Yeah, I mean, I like both of them. I like the Mandible Claw and, and I like Mr. Sokol. I think Mr. Sokol is so clever, man. I, I really like that. George says, anything I'm at riddles where they just add the word bro <laughs> into the move's name. Broton, bro to sleep, bro mission, etc. All shite. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is a bit annoying, isn't it? The, with these, because why can't they no just call it a DDT? Why can't they no just call it a brain, but it's... Here's what's annoying though as well. Why can Matt Riddle know just be a guy that calls people bro and they don't refer to it? Like, you know what I mean? It's like clearly this is what's happened. He's came in to WWE. And Robbie he's E was just, doing this years ago. He's just a guy that naturally says bro all the time, right? And Vince McMahon's obviously went, well, that's it. You're the fucking bro now because you say bro all the time. You know what I mean? And I just kind of think, just let the fucking guy say bro and then build his gimmick around something else. Oh my God. Uh, Alan says atomic leg drop. It's a leg drop. No, 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 no. It's an atomic leg drop. I like that name. I like atomic leg drop. Because I was thinking about this. I was thinking that one of my favourite finishing move names is the big elbow. Do you know what I mean? The big elbow. Who's the big elbow? 
Natural Man Randy Savage. Did he call it the big elbow? I'm pretty sure he called it the big elbow. Did, did he, he not? call it the big elbow? I thought he called it the fine elbow drop, but I don't know if that was... The big elbow! The big elbow! Sure didn't call it... Boy, you fucking is calling it a flying elbow drop. The big elbow, man. Gain it, I man. remember it from the wrestling cards, you know. Shit, man, I'll the give big it an elbow. even cooler name. <laughs> Well, flying elbow drop is neither near as good as the fucking big elbow. <laughs> the big elbow's quite good. I like the big elbow. The you big elbow. Wait a minute, does, has nobody called their elbow the big elbow? Is it? <laughs> have I just invented that? I don't know, but that reminds me. That should be my finishing move. <laughs> you know that, right? It was one time I was late for a. I was late for a. My, my flight was delayed, right? And I was booked for TNA in Florida at night, right? Where's my screen? And. Um, I literally turned up five minutes now. Remember, remember you've got to be there at 12 o'clock for a show that starts at six, right? I got there halfway through the show, five minutes before my match. Six, man. Chris Masters is in it. What do you call him? Fala, Fala Bala. Right, all these folk in that way. I'm like fucking nervous, right? But I've got this persona out there in America, right, where I'm fucking... I'm no fear and, like, I'm the man. It's weird. I've got my worker walk on the go, like, Chain of chuggy, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I remember coming in as a six man, so it's like literally just about to go. I've only got one spot, I have to come in on fire. I remember just fucking walking up to him going, They're going, What are you going to do? I'm like, just Watch it for the elbow. <laughs> <laughs> just watch it for the elbow. Watch it for the And I felt for right away, I'm like, Straight, straight. I go, Sha, guess what I guess what I said before I come out. Guess how I called my comeback. So just watch it for the elbow. He's probably he's got ah, you're a wrestler. Kato, <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever done an elbow drop? But just before we're on it, have you ever done a, in, an elbow drop from the top rope? Uh, uh, for the top rope, aye, man, but it looked fucking shocking. Aye, listen, harder to do than it looks. I mean, for a while, I was doing, I was doing a fucking splash for the tap, and I remember. I, I was wrestling shot every weekend and like it was because it's hard to fucking sp spread your legs out and know like you need to be gone fucking heed first and I'd done it like f three or four weeks in a row and it wasn't too like do you know what I mean my legs were hitting the ground and the ground first and, yeah, yeah. I, and uh, I remember but I can remember I remember it clear as day I think it was a grand home Kamala it goes up top man it's like the third attempt at doing it <laughs> mate I done it fucking perfect right and see when I landed me and Shan tandem went perfect he's <laughs> <laughs> racing perfect <laughs> beautiful beautiful I love stories like that uh, aye so sorry uh, John says the bookend what's intimidating about that name what is a bookend? I mean, I know it's well, the, the, the rock bottom, but what is a bookend in real life? Well, the bookend, kind of, you put at the end of your shelf to stop your books falling off. Is that? Is that yeah. actually? Yep. Yep. Fucking that is what a bookend is. I think it's sick. Andy says the FU old school bank statement. You can't want to see their bank statement. Know what I mean? Final <laughs> cut. Might as well call it editing software. I say. Know what I mean? <laughs> Superman punch. Don't remember Superman jumping up a few feet and punching Doomsday. He might have punched Nuclear Sun Man on the moon, though. He says, <laughs> old man, get off the weed. Andy. <laughs> Sean says the brain chop. Dirty deeds. He's got dirty deeds in there, but the there worst one is eat defeat. Oh my God. Gail Kim, right? That's a Gail Kim one. Eat is defeat. it Gail Kim's called I'm Eat pretty Defeat? pretty sure it is. Eat defeat. Oh, eat the feet. I as that. She does do that, doesn't she? That's a eat fucking gimmick with it. She lands in her back and kicks her leg up, doesn't it? Sandy says, I always thought that attitude adjustment name was shite compared to the it FU. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, the FU was way better. Way better. 
Ludologist is belly to belly in the big ending. Belly to belly's in there. Uh, I feel really pleased that the punters have backed up here. Belly to belly is so bad. And Bronze Cello says, Bastian Booger, basically, if they're dancing, went to his knees and stuck his arse in his opponent's face, and it was called the trip to the back cave. <laughs> Quite like that. Suzanne Rush says, the brogue kick. Hmm. I don't like that. I don't, don't like the bro kick. I mean, I love a pair of brogues, man. Of course I do. You're a Ranger supporter. Uh, staunch. In fact, that's my favourite, Staunch. That's a fucking staunch move, Suzanne. Craig says, Chris Tobes, roly-poly toly. What, <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? Did he, I've, I've never seen anything as I missed all that stuff. I just, the memories I've got, I told just coming backstage after it is fucking a sight to behold, man. A fucking sight to behold. Why, why, why? Anytime, like the the best one was fucking was the best. He come out as CM Punk, so he's got the trunks on. He's got the tattoos painted on him. He's got the fucking the the you know the the taped up stuff and all that. And mm-hmm. he's got the the wig, and it's just a fucking sight, man. And <laughs> he, he obviously takes a bump, right? And it was I can't remember. I think it was fucking Mark Coffee just right through him with a fucking. Do you know what I mean, right stiff kick. And it's we guys look tall, man. They never hold back with stuff like that because it, it, you can see through it if you don't fucking aye, aye, you know aye, something's aye. no no trend. You're like so hush to be fucking stiff. And I just remember the grandma wanting to come back, man. He just walked in it, and he was fucking all red. And he's like, "I felt it my chest. I felt it my chest." He's good. I felt it my chest. See again, see again. I felt it my chest. <laughs> Mate, it's the fucking best old story ever. I love it. I love it, man. But you should be the end of his WWE 24 fucking thing. <laughs> I know, man. I felt it my chest. <laughs> It's funny, man, because Toll, mate, Toll's great to have on a wrestling show, mate. mate oh, I man. fucking love booking Toll. He's a fucking I natural. Love it. It's a, He's a natural, natural for the wrestling business. A fucking total natural. He's totally made, but it's funny, like when they, like when they gave him like stuff to do, like, like I just remember, like, getting it fucking. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's seen him fucking getting stunning their dress like CM Punk man fucking and drunk sat a belly hanging it and just going, I'm nervous about this man. Because <laughs> 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 he's be a, fine, he's, man, you'll be fine. Because <laughs> Chris is magic and he's a he's a really serious, thoughtful guy as well. Aye. Like he's not like he's a serious guy, but he's like he's he's a fucking thoughtful dude, you know what Aye. I mean? Like he thinks yeah. about stuff, he's you know like, what I mean? Mate, so fucking hell and I'm like, you'll be fine, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. standard just like CM Punk one. <laughs> See a put walking in, man. Oh, what's in my chest, man? <laughs> Brilliant. Now, Lyon says the wee boot. How fucking dare you say the wee boot? Did he say that? Gredo, when you were thinking about naming your moves, I never called it that. How did you? Um, what you know? What did you, did you know? Call, did you know? Come up with the wee boot? It was conscious, man. I was conscious. Well, then fucking. Um, what do you call them? Big boots. Well, then big boots. And he's like, that's a fucking wee boot. That. And then that was it. That was literally. I think the wee boot is a really funny name. Right, really funny name. There's one. I mean, there's names of moves. I remember because I was doing F5 for a while. I think Billy called it the Stevenson Roundabout. Remember that? (laughs) Stevenson, the Stevenson (laughs) Roundabout. Remember that? And I remember coming up. I remember rolling slice because I kept doing the cannonballs. What can I call that? I'm rolling. I was like rolling slice, man. Rolling slice. It's really good. Because I think I remember reading somebody basically saying that fucking Subo could pull off. Subo could pull off any Grado's moves, which he's probably fucking right. That's kind of what they said that. I remember going some roly poly in the corner, and I was thinking roll, roly poly, and then roll and slice. So, uh, so there you go. And that's that's the amount of thought he puts in it. Woo! 
Uh, wrestling Daft merch now. We have loads of gear, so you can go Wrestling Daft with us. Gredo, tell them the designs. Right, the designs at Wrestling Daft are absolutely shit hot now. The mark is here with a picture of... <laughs> the mark is here and it's got a picture of the Wrestling Daft belt. They've got our favourite, which we need to get this man. I want to wear Wrestling's Kid on. Wrestling's Kid on. The immortal quote from the immortal Hulk Hogan, Goodnight Hulkamaniacs and Jabroni Marks Without a Life That Don't Know I Work. When you work a work and work yourself into a shoot, Marks. That is on a t-shirt. Uh, we've got the old classics, Rob. Uh, we have got, I'm going to take the bump for you. Chips, Classic. cheese and donna meat. And Margaret Erefiend. But we also, we were probably the first ever organisation, and me and Rob backed it for the start. We were the first in the industry to bring out face max, and we, you can thank us for that. We have probably have saved yeah, lives I... and all that for that to come into um, play. But there we go, we've had that. We've got uh, phone covers, trucker caps, the folks still truck, trucker caps, bum bags, and aprons. Uh, so you can get your uh, your hand on all this gear at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk and you're forward slashing it to Wrestling Daft. So check out our range once again shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash left and daft wrestling daft now all check out the links on the facebook page and that again is at wrestling daft oh yeah hell yeah brother it's time for more tales of debauchery and embarrassment as we once again tell a wrestling daft road story before you go on rap before you go on I need to come back on this uh sean from last week remember sean who told the story about star trek Yep, yep. And he said, just listen to Friday's podcast. Some brass neck on that rab calling it my story as a work. I mean, we're talking about an industry where you've got a guy pretending to be a vampire, a pirate, or a zombie. And my me story about a Star Trek play is where he draws the line at believability. I think my mum might have some pictures, so I'll get her to pull them out and I'll send them over. It's either that or I'll challenge him to a Dr. Crusher on a pole match to regain my honour. Loser has to wear the old woman for the BB's dress. Amazing. Let's get the foes. I want to see them. What he's talking about there is, by the way, is you send us your story, and we imagine we're two wrestlers on the way back for a show trying to pop each other with some cool stories for our past. So let's get in the car. Start this car up. Okay, yeah. All right. So, uh, Gredo, you feeling all right after that? Hello, hello, yes. How you doing, mate? Just on the phone there, bro. What's, what's happening? Feeling all right? I know you hurt your chest tonight. Ah, I'll tip my chest, bro. Oh man, fucking hell! Um, coffee went through me. Like a ton of bricks, son. So I want to tell you a wee story here. I want, I want to tell you a wee story here. Baron, bro. I want to tell you a wee story here. Just picture this, right? A few years ago. That's a few years ago, right? I was out with one of my pals on a normal Saturday night. Just tell you left here. Uh, having a few drinks, you know what I mean? A few different places. This is before the pandemic. We end up in this bar that's kind of like a nightclub, right? At this Aye. point, we've had a fair few of me, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so we're talking with a couple of lasses. Things look like they're going well. It's been a great night so far. Oh, yeah, sudden, right? My mate goes like to me. I'm not feeling great, mate. I need to go to the toilet. Mm. So off he goes, leaves me with the two lasses, right? I keep chatting away with him, right? Managed not to scare them away yet, so it's looking good. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, my pal comes rushing back to me and says, We need to go right now. I'm like, What the fuck? What's happened? But he doesn't stop to explain, just grabs me arm and drags me away for the two lassies. And off we go, right? Okay. So we run out of the place. 
And we end up in another bar a few streets away, right? Once we catch our breath, he finally explains what happened, right? Here's his full explanation. I can't remember exactly. I'll paraphrase it for you, right? There you go. He says, like I say, to you, mate, I wasn't feeling great. So I had to go to the toilet as I could just feel myself about to be sick, right? I get into the toilet and there's only one cubicle in the place, right? And open the door, no response. So I think the door is broke or somebody's in there with a the marching powder, right? No other option but to boot the door in or I'm going to be sick of all the flares. So I've managed to break it in and there's a boy sat in the pandy in a shite. Before I can stop myself, I've just started being sick over this fucking boy while he sat there shining. And I think myself, he's going to batter me for spewing all over him, right? So before I can do anything, I just fucking hit the guy. Square on the face, that's when I ran out of the toilet and got up No. Grado, obviously I'm fucking pissing myself right at this point, right? But I can't, I can't help feeling sorry for this boy in the toilet. Imagine sitting there, doing a shite mind your own business. And then all of a sudden you get some boy putting your fucking toilet door open and then spewing And then you get the, you're the one that gets punched in the fucking curtain to top it off. I don't know how the boy got out of there, but he's had to get up and get him while probably having some stranger spew dripping down his balls and legs. The boy fucking, this happened to by the way, is listening. I'd like to apologise on behalf of my pal. You know what I mean? I don't know why I'm saying that. I actually involved that bit in the, the fiction of this, the road story there, mate. I shouldn't have said that. Should I save that for the end? You want to get some food? What are we going to this? Ah, that's back in there, man. That's one of the best stories you've told me, Rob, I'll tell you. Let's get in here and we'll get, we'll get some. <laughs> so who sent us that one? That was Craig Brookfield sent us that story. And yeah, I mean, let's find that guy. Who was, were you let's in do it. Were you in a pub a little while? This is like they were doing your radio shows, right, Grable and John? Right, this day. And if, you, if you're out there and you're that guy a few years ago who was in that toilet when the, the door got kicked open and someone spewed all over your balls, uh, come on, we'll give us a call. We'll get we you on. We want to find you. Yeah, we, we want to find you. Come on, let's let's find you. You'll be in panel this time next year. Come on, let's do this. Let's track socials. Let's track socials. Hey, that's it for Wrestling Daft. Please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us on wherever you get your podcasts. Mind for more content in the video version of this show, get on board at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Plenty of stuff there. We'd love to see you yeah. there. Uh, and why not check out our merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Every wee bit you do helps keep the show going. Can you do any word for your brother yet? Ah, he's replied, man. I think he kept fucking he was biffing out. He was like, what do you mean you want me to tell... Storing your podcast, and he's like, Oh, but my mate, I was like, well, just, What do you really feel about it? So, I've not, hey, hold on, let's hear what he says. I've asked him about what he, what he makes of the big show and his new t shirt on AEW. Why are you telling me this? I couldn't give a fuck. You go and suck fucking lab fancy's pick a throw, I care. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I don't know what's worse. The fact that you still talk to me about wrestling, like, I give a fuck. I'll fire voice and watch fucking tours your panorama every Christmas. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Grado. Grado, up the road. Audio Frontier. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.